Today is Tuesday, April 9th, 2019, and you're listening to Ordinary Prayers, an invitation to listen for the presence of God in the ordinary parts of life. Now let us prepare our hearts and minds to pray. Today's reading is overflowing with joy. The psalmist who writes these words was as good as dead, but now is alive. Can you think of a time when all hope seemed lost for you, when you were at the very end of your rope? What caused you to feel this way, and what words did you long to hear, and who did you want to hear them from? Today we read from Psalm 118, verses 19 through 29. Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Save us, we beseech you, O Lord. O Lord, we beseech you, give us success. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he has given us light. Bind the festal procession with branches, up to the horns of the altar. You are my God and I will give thanks to you. You are my God, I will extol you. 
O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. As a child growing up in Japan, Sochiro never cared for school-based learning. He was more interested in working in his father's bicycle repair shop. From the moment he could walk until he was 15 years old, Sochiro worked next to his father. They would buy broken, rejected bicycles for next to nothing, then repair and sell them to customers in Tokyo. One time his school report card was so bad, he needed it to be stamped with the family's seal to confirm that his parents had seen it. Using the skills his father taught him, Sochiro created a forgery of his parents' seal. It worked so well, he decided to start making family seals for other students. Unfortunately, each of Sochiro's designs had a small flaw. A suspicious teacher noticed the mistake, and it led to him getting caught. When his father found out, he was not mad that his son broke the rules. The father was angry that his son was too lazy to notice the relationship between the seal pattern and the stamp. At the age of 15, Sochiro left home and the school he rejected to work in a garage repairing cars in Tokyo. By the time he was 20 years old, he was helping to design race cars for his employer. The young man even developed a way to cool down engines while they were racing. It was an incredible invention for anyone, let alone a child with little education. He left the racing business to go out on his own. Sochiro developed a piston ring he hoped to sell to Toyota. Unfortunately, of the 30,000 piston rings he produced, only 50 were accepted for consideration. Of those 50, only 3 passed Toyota's quality control standards. Like so many times in his life, Sochiro's work was rejected. Instead of giving in to defeat, he returned home into the bicycle repair business. Although this time, fueled by the designing skills he learned working with race cars, he made an innovation to the bikes. He added a motor to them. Within a few short years, Sochiro Honda was building the best motorcycles in the world. His little company would grow and become Honda Motor Company, a multinational corporation worth billions of dollars. Some of the greatest cornerstones in business were begun by people who were rejected over and over again. We enjoy their success stories and dream of being one of them. Unfortunately, it takes more than hard work and dedication to turn rejection into a billion-dollar business. Along the way, successful innovators also need luck. Today, reading Psalm 118, I feel a little differently about the line, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Maybe it's not just about Jesus, but about us. Like a lost sheep, a leper, a divorced woman at the well, or a blind man, we, who are rejected, become a cornerstone of importance to God. No luck needed.
When have you experienced hope in the midst of hopelessness, acceptance in the face of rejection? What was your response to this turn of circumstances, and how would you describe this joy to someone? What does it mean to you today to hear you are the cornerstone of importance to God? Consider these thoughts as we listen to Psalm 118 once again. Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Save us, we beseech you, O Lord. O Lord, we beseech you, give us success. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he has given us light. Bind the festal procession with branches, up to the horns of the altar. You are my God and I will give thanks to you. You are my God, I will extol you. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Think about your day. Who will you meet today who needs to hear hope? What person is searching for acceptance instead of rejection? Can you be the source of hope and acceptance? Can you let someone know they are a cornerstone of importance to God? May God, our Creator, open the eyes of your heart so that you may see, see the hope to which Christ is calling you, 
the richness of the inheritance prepared for you, and the power that is at work among you. Amen.